Welcome everyone to that special moment podcast. I am Armand and today I have the pleasure to have on the show Julia Court, a coach empowering business people in mid-career crisis, taking action and become resourceful. She is also focused on adolescent coaching. On top of that, a global workshop facilitator, opening the door for becoming a coach, being coach and trained on individual and corporate level. So without further ado, let's listen to her. Julia, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Amo, for inviting me. The pleasure is mine. Julia, I always start uh, my show with this uh, very specific question. I have introduced you to the show, and for the people that does not yet know you, and in your own words, who is Julia? Thank you so much for asking this question. Who is Julia? And it's a very good question. So I am origin Turkish, but oh, grew right. up in grew up in Germany like any other Turkish person. <laughs> then somehow, you know, I ended up again with my family as I was 18 years old in Turkey, Istanbul, in 1984, where I started my career immediately because I wanted to work. And at that time, there was always no internet, nothing like that. So mm-hmm. typewriting was the thing. And I started my career slowly but surely. Then I ended up in a multinational company. And from there onwards, I just stepped up the ladder in the corporate world. Hire fire people, travel around, having certifications. Remind me that I don't have the PhD, MBA or university degree. I was just working. But during my career, I really learned a lot with experience and exposed myself as well to opportunities without even knowing what I was going into. With that, I married in the meantime, got a son. So I'm happily a mother of a son who's now 25 years old. And coming back again to the corporate world, mm-hmm. 2005, I ended up in Geneva because the headquarters here was expanding. Mm-hmm. And I was happily moving with my family over here. Then after 30 years, I got made redundant. I was working for the same company for 30 years. Happily, always, I always felt grateful to be able to meet so many people, travel around the world, and having so many possibilities to add to my toolkit and my knowledge. And then what I did, it was just before the pandemic, I decided to become a coach. I said, you know what? You've got so much to offer and share experience and knowledge to the world, to the people. I'm not going to work for a corporate anymore. I'm going to work for myself, for my own values on my own time, with flexibility, being an entrepreneur. So I did my coaching diploma. In the meantime, I added as well adolescence coaching, as you just rightly mentioned, because anyone who I coached, it was apparent that people were going back to their childhood during coaching sessions. So I wanted to understand better how we can help already the teenagers in their early ages to cope with adversities, to cope with stress, anxiety, etc. And in the same time, being a coach for people in the middle of their career, workshop facilitator for corporates, small, medium size, for any personalized, customized personal development workshops. I also own a coach training school. It's a franchise because I still believe that we need to have more coaches for the world to make this world a better one. So I offer coach trainings for individuals, 
but also executive leadership training courses and coaching for corporates and more so as well for adolescents, for universities and schools. So that's me in a nutshell. In the meantime, I became Swiss as well. I love Switzerland. I love what I'm doing at the moment as well. Passionate about my job mm-hmm. and my profession. Very nice. I think we have uh, seen everything in your presentation. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me let me ask you the following uh, question. Um, you mentioned you were made redundant. So after something is being made redundant when you are in your 30s, okay? And another thing is... Uh, Um, being made redundant after 30 years of um, mm-hmm. of um, faithful and loyal work for a uh, for a company so how challenging has it been uh, to overcome because um, i believe it's kind of a trauma specifically when it was the first time uh, this thing happened and uh, how did you find the resource and how Um, what was your thinking process to say, okay, I will be, I will be coaching now people because uh, whatever. Can you, can you explain that further, please? Yeah, that's a very, that's a very good point because being made redundant, suddenly you feel like useless and you also doubt yourself. You doubt your abilities, your aptitudes, your skills, mm-hmm. and you question yourself. You know what? Why couldn't they use me in somewhere else? That was a question sometimes popping up. But as you as you just pointed out, I'm a positive person. And thanks God, we have been also informed well in advance. So yeah. I was kind of planning already, what do I want to do afterwards? Mm-hmm. And honestly, I wanted to become entrepreneur. Yes. That was obvious. So... I did prepare actually my B plan whilst I was working as well. So whilst I was working at Thomson Reuters, right, at the corporate, mm-hmm. um, I thought, you know what, um, I want to do something. I can deliver more because I was facilitating workshops already whilst I was working. A uh, lot of different workshops, innovation, hackathons, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. So at that time, I created with my co-partner the company already. Mm-hmm. But of course, I asked for blessing from our lawyers, from our managers, and they said there is no conflict. Go ahead. We did really mm-hmm. light touch at that moment. But as I was made redundant, we we said, okay, let's focus on our company. And for that, I thought, you know what, you need to have a diploma because in Switzerland is important. Accreditation is important because it's mm-hmm. not only about the diploma to show that you're credible, that you're a credible coach. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. was my kind of path and and thought process. Uh, it was always in the way of, okay, whatever happened, happened. This is the past. We mm-hmm. can't change that. This is the decision. So what can I do in my power and influence the circle of influence that I have to move ahead? And that was the best thing to invest in myself, getting my coaching diploma, accreditation, And then moving onwards for the, with that kind of thought, which is really, for me, always constructive. For me, mm-hmm. it's not like what happened. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, what am I going to do? Yeah. It's like, Hey, okay. That was a decision done, dusted. What can Whatever. I do? <laughs> yeah. What can I do? You know, mm-hmm. what's in my power? Very, very nice. And, um, you know, you mentioned, um, the, the circumstances, uh, in which this, uh, this switch in career happened. 
Is it something that also you focus on helping people which have been made redundant to bounce back? Oh, absolutely. I love sharing. And anyone who approached me, questions, doubts, concerns, I was always available. Mm -hmm. That's a rare, very rare quality, right? Yeah, I mean, I think people don't want to make themselves available, maybe. But for me, it's essential to help anyone who's in who's in this limbo, doesn't mm -hmm, know how mm -hmm. to bounce back. Because I could do it, you can do it as well. Anyone can do it because you have all you have got all the resources within. You've got the power within. You've got the answers within somehow. But it needs to be just like a treasure, mm -hmm. like a gold mine, right? Because gold is you. You are gold. You are unique. You are you are worth it. And it's digged maybe in mud, but still, if you dig it out, it's gold. It doesn't lose the worth, the, mm -hmm. the value, the value of the person. So this is something that we need to dig out. And therefore, I wanted to have the skills of coaching to help other people as well to do the same. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tell me one thing. Uh, this is a curiosity. Um, did you choose coaching, you believe, or is it the coaching who chose you? That's a good question. You know what? I think it was like two-way process. Yeah. Because I was already being a mentor. Whilst I was working as well. So people always came to me with presentations, asking questions, getting advice. I shared my experience always, always, always willingly and with full of my, of my knowledge. And from the mentor, whilst I was doing all the workshops and doing mm -hmm. the workshops, you also ask these questions. I thought, you know what, you need to, you need to have these skills and it's good to have a diploma. That was my starting point actually, mm -hmm. to have a diploma mm -hmm. because then I can showcase that, hey, I am someone who knows. And that's why I kind of went into that path, which was natural, I guess. I didn't even thought about it a second time. I thought, yep, that's a natural path. Now you need to do this. And get on with it. And this is, uh, uh, in fact, listening to you, it looks like it's um, you made this um, this diploma to to be accredited and to show that you have these qualities. But in fact, the training you have been has been unfolded during the thirty years you spent in this company holding several positions and meeting so many people. And maybe you have, a, let's say, a psychological mind and you were uh, curious or you were, um, uh, you observed a lot of the people that were in, in the company. And maybe this unconsciously forged your, uh, what is now your, your business and uh, your coaching um, abilities. You know what? I think this is Armand, this is this is spot on because it formed me 30 years with different managers in different countries, with different projects and positions. Mm -hmm. It gives you lots of insights of people. And I was also a people manager. I was a leader, right? So you have got many people that you need to 
give the vision, the mission, tasks, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. monitor, follow up. Uh, you hire people. You even need to fire people, which is such not a pleasant activity pleasant task that's not a pleasant task at all and um, always raising my hands towards different projects because i wanted to know more formed me in a way to understand better the people because i understood i need to listen even more as a leader the number one trait that you need to possess is listening which is the number one trait mm -hmm. as well when you are a coach mm -hmm. And when I say listening, it's 360-degree listening. It's about that all your senses, your emotions, your what is not said, so that you understand the other person to, for example, have a good performance appraisal or mm -hmm. support someone who's not a well-performer. Because that happens a lot as well. I'm on. Not everyone is a well-performer. So understand better where is the struggle coming from. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And offering help and support and not just wiping people out because they are not performing as they should be because there must be something behind. Everyone has got a story. Mm -hmm. And that was showing me throughout the 30 years, which is fascinating and led me to who I am today. You know, you mentioned that um, uh, your story, how you became a coach. <clears throat> And uh, you need a leap of faith when you want to change because um, you have been trained all your life to be working for a company, all right? And everyone who has uh, switched to entrepreneur knows that the mental aspect is completely different mm -hmm. when you are an entrepreneur and when you are an employee. And I'm sure at some point or another, you could, um, you had maybe some kind of fear. So talking about fear, I would like to know what is more paralyzing? Is it the fear of success or the fear of failure? Hmm. That's difficult actually to answer sometimes. Leap of faith you were mentioning, fear mm -hmm. of success, fear of failure. It's both. It's a combination, maybe, because to take that decision, that bold decision to move to become an entrepreneur is not easy. Mm -hmm. Let's face it. You need to invest a lot more than you do at work, like when you're an employee. It's all on you. Marketing, uh, the vision, what you mm -hmm. want to achieve, who's your target mm -hmm. audience. And you need to work even much more than before. And you need to put your blood, sweat, and tears into it because you're an entrepreneur. It's your company. It's your job. It's it's your journey. Mm -hmm. It's your baby, specifically. And for me, looking at fear, for me, it's fear of failure sometimes, yes, because sometimes it doesn't go as it should be. And you're stuck. And sometimes it's just a kind of a desert. Nothing happens. It's like... Oh my God, no one wants to have my services, for example. Oh God, what's happening now? What am I going to do? You have got that as well. But sometimes as well, think about failure, uh, fear of success. Actually, thinking about me, and I'm just reflecting now. Yes. It's not fear of success that I have. I think it would be for me, joy of success. Mm -hmm rather than fear of failure is much more prevalent for me rather than fear of success. Because I'm really shooting high mm -hmm. 
and I'm shooting for the stars. Let's see where the company is going to, because I really want to have some, I want to strive as well, not only staying here, but even getting further and even be in a position where people can find resources, can Mm -hmm. find the support they need in terms of students, of schools, of corporates, of individuals. Mm-hmm. Let, let me bounce back on uh, what you answer. And uh, mm-hmm. can you describe the mental process to overcome your, your this fear? You said uh, uh, that there, there was a time where you said oh, nobody wants to hire you. So I believe that there is a, a stress, anxiety, call it uh, how you want. So how, how did you did you uh, master your mind? And you say no. I am on the right path. It's the process. I have to trust the process. This is a lot of thinking and reflecting on yourself. And when you feel down, and that happens a lot, it's not easy, right? I mean, when you feel down and you're like, oh my God, you know, I'm going to fail. What's going to mm-hmm. happen? Mm-hmm. I have I have trust in the today. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. The future is one second ahead and we don't know what's going to happen. And I affirm, I do affirmations. I say to myself, you do what you can in your best possible way with the resources you have, the universe or God or whatever you believe in, something Mm -hmm. bigger Mm -hmm. will open the doors somehow, sometime. There is something waiting for you. And that's going to happen. So I always kind of get a bit more spiritual sometime right. and affir- do affirmations, positive affirmations. You do what you can. You do already enough. You are good enough. Mm-hmm. Another question, but this one is um, uh, regarding your close family. How, how when you announced that to uh, you? your boy and your husband that you wanted to be an entrepreneur, what was the, the reaction? Oh, was it supportive husband, or was it a surprise? Uh, no, supportive, supportive. I mean, my husband was always supporting me mm-hmm. right, in any decision that I took. And he said, okay, so you have been made redundant. What do you want to do? I said, you know what? I am planning to have my own company mm-hmm. and sharing my knowledge. I said, okay, good. What's going to happen the worst? Well, the worst. Well, the worst can happen is that we go back to Turkey maybe or we make another decision to move somewhere else mm-hmm. or that I need to look for a corporate job. You know, worst comes to worst. These are the two or three options that you have. You have always options. You always have choices somehow, right? You just need to spot them and put them on the table. And my son, what mommy says, it's fine. <laughs> honestly, you know what? <laughs> he didn't even care too much, honestly. <laughs> he didn't want you to get into an argument with the boss huh, of the house. Exactly. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. So what it's mommy says is fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. And um, we, we mentioned already your uh, your experience. Okay. <clears throat> And I'm and I'm curious. Did you ever think uh, um, have the project to write a, a book, maybe about your journey or, or about uh, how you you make the switch that can help other people as well? You know what? I'm a 
this is just so much on my radar kind of because I just finished my book. <laughs> I finished, yeah, I finished my book. I was like, I need to share this with everyone. And you know, it's going to be getting out published beginning of June, if oh, everything goes well. Yeah. Because we have, we have got edited. I don't know how many times I know the book inside out, by the way, you know, because I've edited so much now. It's like, oh my goodness, how difficult it is to write a book. It's not about writing. It's about the aftermath, you know, when you write the book, because you need to edit hundred times. You need to read it. You need to discuss, you need to choose the layout. And the title is Break Free from Your Hamster Wheel. And I describe in that book the journey that I had as well as a professional person and still people have even in this era that we live in in this wonderful digital era where people start with highly glory saying yoohoo no i'm accepted for this corporate you know corporate company blah blah and they start and they get to know people they advance they climb up the ladders and then there comes a time where people feel stagnated because in the meantime you're not visible anymore you do the job day in day out great. In the meantime, you have got maybe family and you have responsibility. So it's not easy to get out, but you feel something is wrong. So in the book, I am describing that journey with reflection questions about the decision that you need to take and as well, tangible steps on proceeding on towards your goal that you want to achieve. Is that to stay in the same company, taking a different job position, or maybe a different department, or complete different industry, or maybe becoming an entrepreneur. Very interesting. Very interesting. That's, um, uh, that's also requires uh, some courage uh, to write a book. It does. It does. It's not easy to start to write a book, the first page. I procrastinated it. I don't know how long. So go back and forth, go back and forth. How do I start? What do you do? What do you need to write about? But at the same time, what I did, I had lots of support because I subscribed to a workshop, which was about write your first book in 90 days. It was a workshop that I participated in as part of International Authority Professional Mentoring and Coaching. Mm -hmm. This is the accreditation body, and they created this wonderful, you know, program. And you know what? In 90 days, because they take you accountable, in 90 days, I finished about, what, 29,000 words. So it's more or less about 90 to 100 pages. Good. Very nice. So you had uh, somebody, uh, you know, it's the power of making it public, you know. That's what yep. they say. When you Absolutely. say, I will do that, uh, so you're, you're ashamed about uh, what the people will th think about you if you don't achieve what you said. But you know what, Amo, you know, uh, I'm a doer as well. You know, when I put something into my mind, I say, okay, let's go for it. And if it fails, it fails. I've got this motto like, um, try fast, fail fast, learn fast. That's it. Don't mm -hmm. think. If you overthink, nothing will happen. Mm -hmm. That's very true. Very, very interesting. Um, let me let me change topics, all right, and uh, put something a little bit more uh, hard-lighted. Uh, do you like any specific wine um, to drink when chilling? Oh, chilling. Well, not wine. When I chill, I love Apéro Spritz. 
Alperol Spritz. Mm. It's very, <laughs> very fashionable those days. <laughs> I, but I love wine as well. You know, I forgot. Mm. Thanks God, we are also in a country where there's a lot of wine, you know, selections. Um, definitely, I love Pinot Noir and Shiraz very much. Red wine. I'm more a red winer rather than a white wine drinker. And if it needs to be white wine, I like it a bit more fruity. Interesting. All right. So the people which will be listening uh, to us, uh, they know what they need to bring you as a present. Absolutely. Here we go. Another thing which is... Um, uh, curiosity as well. Um, is there a topic you would like to share with the audience that is close to your heart and uh, that we haven't touched so far? It was all about my journey, but what I would like to give everyone uh, as, as a kind of food for thought mm-hmm. is about really try not to overthink Try to follow your passion as much as you can. Sometimes it's not possible, I agree. But if you can do what you like, it's great. And in your circle of influence and Mm -hmm. in your circle of what you can do, try and enjoy each second because there is no other life. And if you always postpone and procrastinate your life, it's not coming back. Time is precious commodity that we have and time flies by. So rather than always postponing, for example, saying, oh, I will be traveling when I'm going, uh, when I'm going to be retired, do it now. If you can do it now, just do it and enjoy each second with your family, with your friends. Tell them that you love them because maybe you will not have that opportunity anymore. Mm-hmm. And share and support. Caring is sharing. Sharing is caring because the more we do, the better world we will create within our community, within our family. And that's what I would like to give everyone as food for thought. Okay. That's very, uh, very interesting. Yeah. And uh, uh, very deep what you just said. Mm-hmm. So now, uh, Ulia, for the people interested to know more about you, where can they find more information, please? Absolutely. I'm available on social media, of course, on LinkedIn, on Instagram and Facebook mm-hmm. and over my website, which is called InKick. So I-N-N-K-I-C-K. That's the name of my company. And why InKick, you might say, it's innovation, not only in thoughts, ideas or having a different formula for medicine or something, but it's more about innovating yourself and the kick that you need to take that bold step. That's why in kick. So you can find me over the website on social media. So it's uh, inkick.com or? Yeah, absolutely. All right, good. Julia, so I would like to thank you for the special moment we spent together. And I wish you the success you rightly so deserve. Thank you so much. I say goodbye to you now. Thank you very much. Likewise, thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it. The pleasure was mine. <laughs>